Welcome to another episode of Awaken the Kingdom Within. Hello, everyone. Welcome to 2024 and the first episode of Awaken the Kingdom Within. This is Bishop Naomi, and it is beautiful to be able to greet you again and to say that I have missed talking to you. We haven't podcast in a while. The holiday was something that I went into full speed and it's really been, um, it's really been a wonderful break, but as with anything, you come back to the new year and then you realize, all right, I need to get back to doing what I love. And that is uh, being a communicator and uh, sharing my thoughts with you about um, the kingdom of God. And these are just small breadcrumbs in a lifelong journey that I have yet to complete in understanding this dimension and the differences between where we live, where we aspire to live and who within us. It, This podcast is for those individuals who do um, are open to the discussion of faith and um, God and are not um, pushed back by um, believing in things that are not clearly in front of us. And so I have continued that journey and it has worked for me. So if that journey works for you, then that's why you're here and kind of joining with me in this um, journey of exploration, which I believe is centered around myself. Um, I was a pastor in a brick and mortar for almost 15 years. Uh, I have been involved in pastoring um, for over 20 in various brick and mortar ministries. The last 10 years, our community has expanded to not only include physical locations, but also um, allowing our ministers to expand into the regions that they live in and to bring the gospel and the kingdom in a very organic way within where they reside and within their calling, which has been really an exciting journey for me. And one day this year, I hope to have all of them on the program so that you can meet them and just see the incredible giftings that they uh, allow us to share, our community to share, but uh, the uniqueness that they have in the places where they, they serve and the people that they're called to. Very similar to the apostles when Jesus sent them out and they impacted uh, the communities that they were sent to with common threads, but yet uniquenesses based on the people they were they were serving. So today, I just want to stop by and just kind of share with you some of my thoughts going into this year and to encourage you to continue on your journey of self-exploration. So today, I'm really going to be talking about um, the year, a year, my word for the year, and uh, which is victory. And to encourage you to walk it out every day. Mm -hmm. 
we have a lot going on in the world today. Um, in the community of faith um, and entertainment, I mean, the, the social media is just really scrolling and giving us a lot of information, even in, into last year, coming into this year, it's, it's been a lot, most of it, um, disheartening, of course. Um, it's not that I'm going to rehearse it again, because if you're involved in social media, you have an idea of what I'm talking about. And if you don't, then let's keep rolling because, um, it might per give us the perception that um, everything is falling apart and things are broken. I always enjoy this uh, dichotomy between my journey and when I look around me and I see a narrative floating around in the air, I call it in the media realm, in the communication realm, it's real important to understand the, the of course, deliver of the message, intent, all of that stuff is important. But if we're going to spend that much time, I feel it's more important to understand what is my purpose in uh, being alive and, and what direction am I going in. So I think a lot of what I have to give and offer really comes from uh, the perspective of where do you get your intel? If you glean your intel on how you're going to live and your thermometer for how you're going to regulate yourself and are you going to be happy or sad? Are you going to lean in or pull back from uh, the social media environment? Then there there is some challenges with that if you don't know where to go to get the information that you need to fuel you. But for me, I get my intel from reading the scriptures and for reading sacred texts because their purpose is to encourage me to continue. It gives me in reading the ability to look at Great examples, examples that don't struggle like me. Uh, sometimes I'm I'm successful in what I do and sometimes I'm not. Sometimes my people applaud me and I know sometimes they wonder, you know, why am I sitting under this, <laughs> under this woman? As Because I'm walking out my own purification. I'm working out my own self-discovery. And so sometimes even in leading, that breaks down. But... I get my intel from that quiet place within that allows the spirit to speak to me and help me understand how do you want me to look into this year? And what the spirit gave to me and impacted me with this year starts in Psalm 37. Psalm 37 uh, verses 23 through 25. And let me read these to you because uh this is what this is what lit lit my energy my passion this year the psalm reads uh in number 23 the steps of a good man are ordered by the lord and he delights in his word. verse 24 says uh though he fall he shall not be utterly cast down for the lord upholds him with his hand 
that ignited me. That's what my first signpost was uh, that was illuminated for me this year. And I'm sharing with you. If you're one of the people who are going the same direction I am to understand this, there's this bigger picture. And the bigger picture is that my steps are ordered. They're ordered by the Lord. So I need to stay in communication with him since he clearly understands the direction I should be going. And he enjoys watching me move in that direction. And I summarized that this year by saying, you know, victory, walking it out every day. He enjoys, he delights in seeing me move toward the goal, which is to be more like him and to understand the mysteries of the kingdom. And he says, though I fall, though sometimes I don't have the energy, the strength, I'm overcome with life. I shall not be utterly cast down. Like I'm not going to stay down there forever because the Lord upholds me in his hand. And then when I fall, I fall into his hand and he lifts me up and gives me strength to continue because I'm going in the right direction. I'm old enough now to include in all of this verse 25 and verse 25 says, I have been young and now I'm old. I, I kind of paraphrase that to say older, <laughs> yet I have not seen the righteous forsaken, nor his descendants begging bread. And that's what I'm living out in my life right now. I'm not young, but I'm not, you know, I don't consider myself old, but of course that depends on who's telling the story. But in my life, when I look at the sum total of where I have been and where I've come from, I am filled up with gratitude because I realize the Lord's hand has always been on my life. He's always been with me despite conditions, despite lack, despite sometimes feeling that I'm starting over and over again. I've never seen him turn on me. Mm, mm, mm. And he's always been my provider. And what I love about this scripture, nor his descendants begging bread. And that's really important to me. One day I may talk to you about legacy and my efforts that I'm working on in uh, helping individuals to make sure that they sure up their legacy and uh, provide for their children or those they love that are going to succeed them in living, that you give them a legacy. I thank God that I was given a legacy, not only naturally, but spiritually. Uh, and I want to hand that legacy down. So today, my theme is victory. 2024, victory. Not a nebulous victory, not a metaphoric victory. It's every step I take, walking in the direction of my purpose and my goal is victory. And that's the intel I have been given for 2024. We'll be right back.
of what we talked about today resonated with you, then I invite you to read Seven Keys to Awaken the Kingdom of Heaven Within. The book and journal are available exclusively at CherylNaomiDavis.com. So I'm back with you talking about uh, some of the nuggets that the Holy Spirit has just dropped in my heart. And I'm just sharing with you, with you, I guess we're sitting at my kitchen table having a cup of coffee and talking about what my vision is, what my purview is for this year. And I want to encourage you, remember my purview is we're walking in victory. We're walking with victory. We're victorious in the step. The walking is the victory because we're going in the right direction. So despite what's going on around us, despite what everybody's saying or what, check your space, check your environment, because I'm not saying things can't be looking dark in one part of the world. But I know where I'm walking, he's given me hope. And that hope I am confident in is going to bring us to success. Another scripture that dropped in uh, that I want to share with you is one of probably the most profound scriptures that I've read. And it is in the Old Testament. And I am um, kind of making it bigger uh, somewhat, but it's found in Jeremiah verse uh, chapter 29, verse 11. Uh, it's really 11 through 14. And the this passage reads, for I know the thoughts that I think toward you, says the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil to give you a future and a hope. And I'll just stop there for a minute. These contradictions that are going on in our lives, we have to put our glasses on. We have to shine the light on our steps and shine the light on our journey and glean from that what the scriptures are saying. Even apocalyptic thinkers, when they're saying, you know, the world's coming to an end and, you know, trying to determine are we supposed to be here during the you know cataclysmic moments? My vision turns to what he's given me to do and how I'm to affect this world while I'm in it as his representative, as his conduit. And that's why what Jeremiah says resonates with me so much. I know the thoughts that I think toward you and my thoughts are of peace and not of evil to give you a future and a hope. Let that resonate with you. Next time you're in an environment where you're fighting hopelessness, Sometimes situations around us come to distract us from the light of how we live. That's what I call living. Life is something else. 
as much as I have lived, I realize we live life and we hold on to the light. We hold on to the candle. We hold on to faith. We hold on to whatever we can because while I don't always see what's coming around the corner, and I am often surprised, I am very often pushed back in my chair. And I often say, I didn't see that coming. Even when I try to be prepared, even as I try to do the right things, even when I, you know, sometimes feel like, you know what, I'm going to just what's it tap out of this, this round and come back later and act like, you know, I can somehow sit on a sideline and not participate regardless of where I am or how I I'm choosing to live at that moment. Life constantly surprises me. The last several years, you know, with the loss of my mom and just so many things that, that my family and I are, are doing just to continue um, moving forward in faith, you know, sometimes we just sit down and, and our resolve is we just have to keep, we just have to keep moving. <laughs> we just don't stop. But having said all that, no, I didn't see exactly where I would be today. But one thing has, has walked with me through the whole process. And that is that statement, my thoughts of you are of peace and not of evil. Like I'm not trying to the Lord doesn't use evil conditions to get me to do better. James tells us that we have to disconnect this obsession with evil and begin to meditate like Paul teaches us on the things that are lovely and true and of a good report, the things that uplift us, you know, the things that are that let us know who our faith is. And we think on those things to give us strength. That's why we can walk in victory because we're victorious already. I'm not trying to achieve victory. I'm trying to complete my purpose. I'm trying to complete the reason why I was put on this planet, but it is in by no means uh, predicated on me having victory. I'm so glad in my faith, I believe that Jesus, he conquered all of the things that I had to fight and he got the victory. And then he says, here, I, I acquired it and it's for you here. Now, listen, that's, that's powerful. You know, it is. One of the last pieces I wanted to share with you uh, about the, my my entering into the new year and what I wanted to encourage you about is not only just how you walk and how you see the world and no, we're not here as a judgment and yes, we're here to affect change and yes, you're powerful enough to do it. Um, that's why I encourage the individuals that are part of our community, our faith community that are, that are a part of my a pastoral impact to look at what you have in your hand and use it. We believe in proximity. You're on the ground, wherever you are on the ground, there's someone that needs what you have. Make sure you're clear in what you're delivering to them. Uh, you're delivering them the Christ experience that you have had. 
and make sure they feel the love that he has for them and the 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 elaborate plan that he went through in order to, for that love to reach them. But there's an, a scripture in the New Testament I want to leave you with because I want us to understand, you know, began to resonate with me that oftentimes what we struggle with when we're looking for self-discovery and the kingdom within is we feel that absence of ourself, right? Ego is so strong uh, that ego doesn't always want to release me. You know, ego doesn't believe in humility. The ego doesn't believe uh, in being a servant. The ego believes that it should be served, that everything is here and surrounded to make me better. So we struggle with that ego. It's not something we're given. It's something that, that comes along with our humanity and identity. And that's where the mind of Christ becomes so powerful. And when we let it reside in us, the first target that we go, uh, that he begins to help us subdue is the ego. And in Matthew chapter 16, this incredible scripture is written. Um, and I'm going to read it. It begins at verse 24. And the passage reads as this. Then Jesus said to his disciples, If any man desires to come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. For whoever desires to save his life will lose it. And whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. we become introduced in this principle in walking with him and in walking in victory that one of the indicators or thermometers that we are able to measure our progress in or me measure our progress with is probably better is we begin to lose ourselves. And he begins to increase his attributes, his way of thinking, his way of living begins to increase in our lives and the way we think we should be living and the things we think we should be doing. And, and that goes even to the heart of the ego connected to my emotion, the, the way I feel about things, the way I think about things are different. It's the way he would think about something. It's the way he would respond to something. And he likens that, I feel, in a better example to help us as salt. I love the analogy of his children, the children that understand him, the children that are able to follow the New Testament teaching that John gives us, that all of these laws that we've, that ego wants to overcome, he gives us two scriptures, really. One, you know, love God. You know, love him with every component of your being and love your neighbor as yourself. That's hard. And because it's, and it's hard because of what Matthew is telling us that in order to do that, I have to lose myself and I have to take on the attributes of Christ.
just like salt. Salt, when you put it in a dish, it loses its identity to the dish. If it hangs on to its identity, it ruins the dish. You, If you put too much, it ruins the dish. Knowing the wisdom of how to use it and how to cook with salt is, is mastery. And he has done that with us. We are his salt. And he sprinkles us into this world. And when he does that, it's our job then to take on the attributes of where we are and dissipate. And that's challenging because we're not really taught that. Ego says that people should know who we are. And it's that's where I love church history um, because uh, in reality, they didn't wear crosses then. They weren't jewelry. Uh, the distinguishing features of who Christians were and who they were not were based on their actions, not uh, their identity, you know, not their clothes. And I won't, I won't go there today, picking on clothes. Um, the, to lose yourself, lose yourself so that he can come forward in what we do. I feel that's really powerful. Lose yourself in your job, in your excellence, like Joseph, who helped his people by ascending to the highest ranks in civilian in this, as a civil servant. You lose yourself in your gift, become so excellent that people step back and they begin to question, where did that, where did that come from? You lose yourself in your your academics school, you lose yourself in your philanthropy as you're serving individuals. And people begin to see that there's something about you that is not you. And what is that? That's what we're walking in. Every step I take, I end up landing in the last place that I'm going to share with you. And that is I end up the most simple place. And that is I end up landing in love. Love is what I always talk about because it is the most, it seems simple, but unconditional love is the most difficult component of losing myself that I will ever, you know, make an attempt to live. Uh, when I have that mind of Christ of unconditional love, I realize the power that I have to transform lives by being selfless. The ability to change an individual by letting them see me defenseless, understanding that it's not the natural power that brings strength. It's the supernatural power that does. It is the ability to, to love endlessly, to forgive unapologetically, to be self-sacrificing without being arrogant or condescending, but just being present and making the choice at that time to let someone else thrive, let them live and understand Christ instead of me having to be the center of attention. In reality, becoming like Christ um, is always Christ was always pointing us to the Father. 
becoming like Christ is always pointing people in my life to him. He came that we could have life, abundant life. So when people you're surrounded by someone's always talking about death and destruction, you need to run. He came to give us life. He came to, he said, my thoughts are you are peace. Being touched by the suffering of others to be empathetic. Seeing so many people in the world suffer and not being distracted by those that have so much and aspiring to have, but to understand that in someone having so much, there are others, individuals living who have so little. And therein, I feel, is this journey of victory is seeing who is in front of us every day, personalizing it, seeing who's in front of me every day. Who am I encountering? Who do I pass? Who do I impact? Who do I touch? And being present with that person, that group of people, that individual, therein lies my purpose. And not to constantly live on the goal of what I want to, tomorrow, what I want to achieve tomorrow, but understanding he is, as his representative, every individual that crosses my path, he wants me to see them and acknowledge them and allow him to touch them. So... Living that way allows every step, every moment that we live to be filled with victory, his victory. So this this year, you kind of understand where I'm going to be. I'm going to be talking to some people and bringing some people to you that help you continue on your journey of victory. You're not a failure. You're not a has-been. You're not, you're not inconsequential. You're not irrelevant. You know, it doesn't matter if you don't have any likes or whatever it is that you use to measure. And it really doesn't matter if you have a lot of likes. None of those things are what he uses to measure how effective he is in this world and working through us, he doesn't use that either. It is being present in this world and understanding every step we take with purpose and focus and vision, understanding who we are and why we're where we are is a, is a victory that you're able to, and such as you have, you give to others. Um, until next time, happy new year. And remember to continue your journey of self-discovery self by awakening the kingdom with them.